Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock My name is Nigel. Jerry Lopez in for Jason Hammer. Find him at Indie Spanglish on social media. You can find us at Hammer Nigel later this hour. Jake Query, host of Query and Company, noon to three weekdays on our sister sports talk station. will be stopping by. He's a part of this uh, this Bob Knight retrospective that has been airing. Uh, the passing of Bob Knight, obviously a huge sports story this year, and uh, they did kind of the sort of a, a timeline of Bob Knight's career, compiled a bunch of interviews, and uh, that is airing on this radio station, New Year's Day at around 11 a.m., and then at 5.30 we're going to get Rob Kendall. We're going to kick the cobwebs around and get him to go off the rails. Rob Kendall, of course, from the Kendall and Casey shows, taking a lot of time off during the holidays because he never goes on vacation, Jerry, and it's all backlogged <laughs> until December. My mind would be mush, by oh, the yeah. way. I had to spend two extra days basically in bed last week because of the Rona and my mind. You know, it feels like I have been gone forever. And uh, so I can imagine having the entire month of, off of December must be nice. W- would be hard to do. Also, you're talking to somebody who's worked from home for years. You, yeah. It drove me crazy after like the first month. I couldn't imagine. I got all the household chores done before 11 o'clock. And now, just <laughs> and now what around. do I do? Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things we discussed last hour was the crisis at the open border. I could encourage you to go back and listen to our conversation with Breitbart border reporter, Randy Clark, that was an amazing conversation, oh, man, wasn't that it? Was, that was, not only was it eye-opening, it was so nice to hear from somebody who's been there, who is there, who lives in Eagle Pass. Decades in, uh, decades a part of the Border Patrol. Now he covers it for Breitbart. And speaking of Eagle Pass, Tuesday on CNN, the mayor of Eagle Pass, which is kind of ground zero for a lot of where these border crossers come in, on uh, just a steady influx, thousands and thousands and thousands of people per day for years. Eagle Pass, Texas Mayor Rolando Salinas saying that there are no consequences to violating the law, and that's what we have, and that's why we have a problem. I want to tell our leaders that this is unacceptable. Our city here in Eagle Pass, we've been getting slammed with two to 3,000 people a day. And it's just an unfair, unethical situation, what's going on here in Eagle Pass. We feel ignored by the federal government. I've called to the government that we need action. There needs to be a consequence to so many people crossing illegally. If somebody breaks the law, there needs to be a consequence. And right now, there are no, no consequences. That's why you have thousands of people coming in through my city, and it's impacting our citizens every single day in many ways. Which is a direct result of the the Joe Biden administration, their policies as soon as he took office. Uh, yeah, it's, getting, it's no surprise if there's no consequences. Why would behavior change? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kid stuff. Yeah, first thing. Right that's why you get spankings, to change your behavior. Again, that's the mayor of Eagle Pass. 
uh, Texas, where a lot of the illegal crossings happen. Now, uh, this was on CNN. They asked him if he's had any response from anybody from the Homeland uh, uh, Department of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, or Joe Biden, or anybody from the administration. No response whatsoever. Uh, Secretary Mayorkas, about two weeks ago, he had the audacity to visit Uvalde, Texas, about 45 minutes away. He didn't come to visit the situation here in Eagle Pass, Texas. I've made a call to our president, our vice president. We need action. There needs to be a message to these people that you, if you want to come to the U.S., you have to do it in a legal manner. And if you don't, there, there will be consequences. Until we start deporting these people, they're going to keep coming. And they're going to keep affecting the economy, the safety of my my community. And it's just very, very frustrating that the United States of America doesn't care about the safety, the security of the border. How many of these asylum seekers are economic migrants? Because that is not a legitimate reason. I would say more than 70 percent, probably. The vast majority of them are looking for opportunity. They're not escaping something that qualifies for asylum. Which, Look, man, I, I hit my knees every day and pray to the good Lord above. I'd never have to be in a situation where I, I feel like the only solution is to pick up and leave my country for a better life for my family. You know, I understand on some level, but the the reason for asylum is what? I mean, it's it's political oppression. It's um, religious persecution. I mean, it's it's a tyrannical, evil government. But fear, like fear of fear of violence from the government. Yes, uh, but I mean, have, living in a s hole country is not a legitimate. There's other ways to go around getting into this country if that's the case. Um, mayor Adams, we all know this guy, the uh, the mayor of uh, New York City, who at one point tweeted out, "You're all welcome. This is a sanctuary city. Come on in. Put, put in billboards in Florida." <laughs> Because Florida was like, nah, he's like, come on up north. And then all of a sudden, they did, and he's signing new laws into effect now. He signed an executive order to help curb the influx of illegal immigrants into his city, this having to do with the buses, the constant flow of buses from Texas. Just last week, 14 buses arrived in a single day, the most ever recorded by officials at our intake center. I'm announcing an executive order requiring charter buses transporting migrants, those often contracted by the state of Texas, to provide 32 hours notice in advance of their arrival into New York City. We are also requiring that these charter buses arrive only between 8.30 a.m. and 12 p.m., Monday through Friday, and to only drop off passengers at one spot. Failure to do so result in a Class B misdemeanor, possible fines, lawsuit, and even buses being impounded. Yeah, I love how it'll go after the bus drivers. Right, right. But, you know, the people that are actually crossing illegally, so, they, they're so, not detained. So but. this came from Tony Kennett. He said, Eric Adams said that an average of 4,000 migrants per month is too much for New York City to handle. He said he had to clothe them, house them, and educate the youth. He apparently doesn't have a problem with the hundreds of thousands of migrants crossing into the small towns of Texas. So New York City can't handle 4K a month. But Texas better be good with their 150K. It doesn't make any sense. It's so disingenuous. He I mean, said just- four buses, Nigel. Four buses. <laughs> four buses. 
three. That was it uh, last week. Twelve thousand people in one day in, it, in Texas. I, I wonder if Eagle Pass gets like a thirty-six hour notice. No, no. They see it on the news. Here yeah. comes a caravan. Uh, how about another Democrat mayor? This time, Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson, who is somehow inexplicably worse than Lori Lightfoot, says that this is a. Uh, uh, you know, the entire country is at stake here. The technical support that we receive from the federal government, we appreciate that. Uh, work authorization to put people on a pathway to sustainability, I certainly appreciate that. And without real significant um, investment from our federal government, it won't just be the city of Chicago that won't be able to maintain this mission. It's the entire country that is now at stake. But in no now way... Now you get um, it. What the state of Texas? It's like somebody. Uh, I wish somebody would have said that, you know, a year or two ago. Texas was screaming it. Texas was. <laughs> Texas has been screaming it for ten years. Is Both- doing um, is helping the cause. As much as we recognize that there are challenges, significant challenges at the border, and we do need real substantive immigration reform and policies that allow us um, to have a structure and a pathway mm-hmm. um, to citizenship. But again, sending buses all over the state of Illinois and all over the country is reckless and, quite frankly, is dangerous. They love these people coming in. They just need a more... um, We need them to be able to vote, Nides. They need to be able to vote. It needs to be a more orderly way. We need to... When he's talking about immigration reform, he means let them all in so they can vote Democrat. Give them amnesty. Let them all in. Give them amnesty. But there needs to be a process. We need to be more orderly. We can't just do it by buses anymore. Also, no Venezuelans, please. Because they don't like socialism. They they hate socialism. Meanwhile, there is another caravan. You've heard about these caravans coming from deep in uh, within uh, the country right below ours, made up of thousands of migrants and asylum seekers headed through Mexico towards the United States. Originally, and they, they arrange... This one is like 15,000, I think I saw. Oh, tens of thousands. Um, tens of thousands of people in this caravan. Do you think it starts with um, one person walking and just people start no, joining? It starts with the cartels saying, hey, pay up and we'll get you through. Uh, I think that's what it is. So let's throw in our cartel people that were smuggling in with these other people. Yeah. And now it's a group so big that they can't figure out who's who anyway. Here's a uh, best of Hammer and Nigel Records tribute to yet another uh, caravan headed our way. Uh, we ended up making about 42 arrests. The vast majority of the people we're dealing with are adult males. Uh, the group immediately started throwing rocks and debris at our, at our agents, taunting the agents. Throwing rocks and throwing sticks. Throwing rocks. They're coming to America. Climbing walls and jumping fence. Group four down one section. They come into America. Human shields of moms and kids. Women and children towards the front. They come into America. <laughs> waving flags from Honduras. Uh, waving the Honduran flag. They come into America today. Throwing rocks uh, at the agents. <laughs> Matt Bear, what is up with traffic? 